everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to be talking about back to school. It's that time of year again. How do we start the school year off on the right foot? How do we make sure we have everything we need, especially for our kids to help set them up, but for ourselves as well. So you are going to leave this episode with some tips on how to start the school year off on the right foot and set yourselves up for success. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Regina Boyd, licensed marriage and family therapist and licensed mental health counselor, and your host of the Connecting Out Loud podcast. Here we talk about connections with our families as they relate to our mental health and Catholic faith, all while connecting you with those you love the most. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back everyone. It is back to school time and I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I think it's important for a couple of reasons. One, it's always helpful to reflect and figure out ways to gear up. It's always a a marker within our calendar year and it's a time where people start getting really busy and getting ready to push that fast forward button on life again after the slow pace of summer. And there's a lot of emotions that can happen and go on. But one of the other things that made me want to talk about this is in a particular way because of us coming out of the pandemic. And so there's an interesting thing that I think is going to happen for some people during this time that is different from last year. So last year, when everyone was getting back to school, if you remember, people were having to make some really difficult decisions about if they wanted their children to go back to school in person or be virtual online or do some type of homeschooling. And because we were just getting out of quarantine. And so it was a kind of a scary moment. And one of the things that I think will happen as we go back to school this year is there could be a bit of an anniversary effect. So what do I mean when I say anniversary effect? An anniversary effect is what happens after a stressful or traumatic event on the anniversary or around the time that that event took place. And so we're coming up to an anniversary of a scary time going back to school during the pandemic. And so I think it's important to talk about this in light of being aware of any triggers that might you that you or your child might be reminded about any concerns from last school year. Uh, having to go to school with a mask, having to social distance from friends, you know, having those clear plastic barriers up in the classrooms, only staying in one seat, one lunch table, all of those things. And so being aware of those triggers just by physically being at back at school again could be triggering because you're remembering being back in that place a year ago. That's what a trigger does. It brings us back to the moment, the original event in question. And so we want to pay attention. We want to pay attention to any symptoms that we might be having, that our children might be having. Some of those symptoms are irritability, poor appetite, poor sleep, sadness. These are all signs that your body is having a response. And so we want to pay attention not only to those responses, but to how it affects your interactions with others, your relationships with others. And so there's a few things we can do and be aware of during this time. I would say as much as you can, trying to avoid media. I know it's a challenge, but um, 
We don't need to hear about all those statistics about what happened from last school year and how many people are in school this year and, you know, how many people got sick when they went to school the the last school year or whatever. So trying your best to avoid any back to school themed media will just help reduce overall stress. Staying on top of your regular routine, your self-care habits, exercise, eating healthy, all of those things you already do, making sure you're keeping up with that and being able to take a mental health day. So if you notice a couple weeks into the school year that your child's having a hard time, that you're having a hard time, take that day if you need it. Don't be afraid to take the day or reach out to your therapist. Um, You can even prep and talk about them, letting them know that you're worried about this anniversary coming up um, and how it might affect you or your child. You can always reach out to a friend, a trusted pastor, um, anyone that you feel like you can rely on during a difficult time. Um, Those are all ways to deal with the anniversary effect. And part of that is staying positive as well. And one thing I want to mention positivity uh, is, you know, there's two different ways I want to look at being positive for your kids, but also being positive for yourself. So you want to think about the past year, the past school year, and how much you and your family has thrived and survived. Think about everything it took to get through that, to get through the wearing masks to school every day, to adapt. Maybe you were somebody who had to be quarantined and got set home for a few days. Well, more than a few days, right? I think it's 10 days to 14 days. So it's a lot of school to miss. And then having to reset and come back and catch up on school and going back and forth between virtual and in-person school. There's a lot that you had to do and that your family had to do to adapt and thrive, worrying about childcare and to get you to where you are at this point in this school year. And so sometimes shifting perspective helps keep those triggers and those symptoms at bay, or at least not let them be as inflammatory, as igniting as they could be. Um, and it's also nice and helpful to reflect on, you know, how far the Lord has brought you at this point in your life, how he's been, had a huge hand in bringing us to this point and getting us to where we need to be for whatever reason, his grace in that. So that's one way to stay positive. And the other way I would say, when we shift our perspectives, that flows into a relationship with our kids. Our kids see that. And so the more we can be positive about the upcoming school year, they're going to pick up on that and they're going to also feel positive about it. So even if you notice you're being triggered, trying your best to make sure you're dealing with those symptoms, whether it's going to a therapist, whether it's talking to someone, doing self-care, grounding exercises, making sure you're able to stay as positive as possible, or at least faking it in front of your kids (laughs) so that they can feel positive about the year as well. And that's just, again, starting things off on the right foot for them so that they, when they experience triggers, or if they do, they're more likely to handle that well or better because you've sort of set them up with that positive attitude. So I know it's a lot of pressure as a parent, but it's one trick that I think can be really helpful, especially given that we're sort of coming out of a pandemic and we're in this weird time where who knows, is there a second pandemic coming with these other strains? And so it's kind of a lot of question marks in the air. So positivity is really key. 
The other point I would say is keeping the doors of communication open. After all, as you know, this podcast is all about connection. And so we want to make sure we're engaging in conversation with our kids, with our families, with our friends. If we're not in school, if we're college age or older, keeping the communication open and connecting with those we love and care about the most. So having regular check-ins, just reaching out to someone and saying, how are you? Or if you're at home with your family, having conversations around dinner time, hopefully some type of consistent family meal or family time that you're going to have during the school year, even if it's one day a week. I know families can get really busy with activities and whatnot, but some type of consistent meal, again, for connection, but also to have these emotional check-ins to gauge where your kids are at during the school year. So you can ask, how are you doing? How's the school year going? I know this is different. You know, you don't have to go to school with the plastic barriers anymore, How do you feel about that? Or what was it like kind of feeling like normal school again after a year of uh, being less normal? What was your high point in the day? What was your low point? Do you feel like it was this roller coaster ride experience while you were at school? Or did you feel calm, cool, and collected like a submarine underneath the water? And so there's lots of ways you can ask questions um, to One, gauge where your kids are at, have an idea of what they're thinking and feeling and give you an idea of how much support you need to offer them. But also it gives you an opportunity as the adult to model and get an example, give an example of how you're feeling as well. So you can share and answer those questions and talk about your day, the roses and thorns of your day and the highs and lows of your day. And, um, you know, again, give an example. And it's a beautiful opportunity for connection with your kids as well. So something to think about in there. So sticking with the communication is never going to be far off of my list of recommendations because we want you connecting with those you love the most as much as possible. And then lastly, um, not lastly, why did I say lastly? Another practical tip I will say is setting up a homework station. So if you have not gotten to it yet, now is the time. I know it's a big to do with um, shopping lists for school and whatnot. Making sure that there is somewhere set up in the home for your children to be doing homework. So that can be a desk in their room. Maybe you have a desk out in the common area living space making sure they have everything they need in that space, their homework supplies. Hopefully they're helping you set that space up. And it's a nice way to reorient and mentally help them shift from summer mode to school mode to kind of know that it's coming. It's kind of a fun way to get organized and think about school as opposed to, you know, summer reading or some heavier task. So that can be a way just to kind of set the tone a week or two before school starts and making sure they're feeling settled in and ready to go. And then finally, I would say getting back to that consistent routine. I know it's a huge ask, but as you know, kids' uh, schedules get a little um, off during the summer. It's much more relaxed. And so getting back to that normal routine for your school year, whatever that looks like for your family, the more that you can maintain that consistent routine, especially during the school year, is going to be really important throughout the year. The more you can do that, the better it is going to be for your kids to feel like they can manage with all of the stressors that might pop up. So if they're noticing some triggering symptoms, some anniversary effect, 
consistency and routine is going to be one thing that helps them get through that time and to deal with those symptoms. So again, it's another way for you as a parent to just provide that support for them and without it having to be a big talk or a big lecture. It's just another practical way to be that additional support and outlet for them. For the mental health tip for today, we are going to talk about something I came across recently on social media, which I love this idea. I think it's fantastic, is um, using sparkling water. So I don't know about you, but I am quite the fan of sparkling waters these days. And uh, well, not these days for a while now, (laughs) but um, if your child or you happens to love sparkling water, you can use this as a grounding technique. So filling your water bottle or whatever container you use, a cup, a clear cup, anything like that with sparkling water. And this can be used as a sort of on the go, low key grounding technique that people that doesn't draw a lot of attention that people won't be looking and wondering, oh my gosh, what are you doing? There's a lot of sensory things happening in that glass of sparkling water. So you can look at the bubbles rising to the top if the, if it's in a clear container. You can hear the bubbles when they come to the top. You can listen to them popping or making that little bubbly pop noise, the carbonated bubble sound. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to get the words out, but you know what, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Also, you can drink the bubbling water, another sensory aspect in your mouth of feeling the bubbles, being aware and present in the moment of you drinking it, paying into, if you have a flavored water, whatever that flavor is. So really using it as an opportunity to smell, to taste, to hear, to look, and to feel if you have chilled water, if it's cold, it's another way to have that nice cold uh, feeling in your hand, again, to bring you back to the present moment. So if you're feeling lost, your teen, your child is feeling lost in anxiety and stressful thoughts, this can be a nice, easy way to keep you grounded, bring you back to the moment. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. If you're somebody like me who's a huge fan of sparkling waters in general, this is going to be really easy to do because there's a chance you have them on hand anyway. So give it a try and that's going to be your mental health tip for getting the school year off right. So that's all I have for you today. I wish you all a wonderful, wonderful, successful school year. If you keep those tips in mind, know that that is going to get you where you need to be or get you a long way. And again, remember to reach out for help if you feel like you need that in the moment. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can find more Connecting Out Loud content on our Facebook and Instagram pages. As always, I appreciate each and every review. So if you can take some time to rate and review this show, I read each one and I love hearing from you. Be intentional and connect out loud.